yeah, it does take planning, but at the same time, like set a goal, like you have four days to set this plan in place. And that might not seem like you're doing anything because you're just spending time planning, but guess what? It's more than you would have done otherwise. I can guarantee you that. The Side Hustlers Perspective podcast is fuel for your mind and creative grind. Each week, we break down the art of healthy hustling, getting out of your own way, and growing your creative business. What's going on? You're listening to episode 245 of the Side Hustlers Perspective podcast. I'm your host, Coach Scotty Russell, and my mission is to help you bet big on your creative pursuits, especially if you want to turn your side hustle into your main hustle. You can follow along with my latest art, design, and tips on mindset, motivation, and marketing on Instagram at Coach Scotty Russell, and all things podcast at Side Hustlers Perspective. Quick announcement, enrollment for the Q1 Side Hustlers Bootcamp is live right now at bootcampsidehustle.com. Our first live call takes place Saturday, January 29th, and we finish strong on Friday, February 18th. This is a three-week planning, strategy, and execution-based live group coaching workshop comprised of twice-a-week calls, weekly challenging exercises, accountability threads, and so much more. Bold promise here, but give me 21 days of your focus, time, and energy, and you're going to walk away with one, crystal clear targets that you're geeked to work toward each day, two, a short-term plan of action to keep you on track and focus, three, sorry confidence in the moves you're making, four, an ongoing support system to hold you accountable, and five, you know, a chip on your shoulder and how you savagely show up each day. So learn more, lock in your spot again by visiting bootcampsidehustle.com. And in the future, this URL will revert back to the waitlist so you can join for future boot camps if you're hearing this post-enrollment. Today's overview. Fear, self-doubt, anxiety, creative ruts, and frustration are all a part of pursuing your creativity on your own terms. It's an undisclosed waiver that you have to sign when you pour your time and energy into building toward the unknown. Today's guest. Peggy Dean of The Pigeon Letters is a self-taught artist, author, and educator impacting the masses with her crafty talents and brilliant business brain. She's been featured by and worked with some of the biggest brands in the game like NBC, Martha Stewart, Skillshare, Google, Vogue, and more. But what I respect the most is her focus on serving and empowering the creative community, people like you and me. In today's episode, we talk shop on facing and embracing your fears, defiantly going against the grain, the waiver you signed to pursue a side hustle, the balance of structure with impulsiveness or impulsivity, I'm not sure which one's the best, uh, productivity, corn mazes, and so much more. The goal of this episode is to let you know you're not alone with your fears and your struggles as you build your creative biz brick by brick. Before we get started, today's episode is brought to you by our new sponsor, Buzzsumo. Buzzsumo is an all-in-one content marketing tool powered by the world's largest bank of content engagement data. Thousands of marketers, content creators like you and me, as well as PRs use it to validate their content ideas and check performance across social media like Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and Pinterest. In the meantime, head to buzzsumo.com side hustle to get your free 30-day trial. Link is also in the show notes. As always, keep an open mind and act on anything that inspires you today. Let's go. Peggy, the Pigeon Letters, how are you doing today? <laughs> it's good to see you and finally get to connect with you outside of like a typical structured call. I know, I know. It's great. Um, I'm doing splendid. How are you doing this day? I am doing good and we're speaking like future tense. So we are recording during the holidays, but this is coming out way later. So we have to like 
oh, hey, you know, I can't promote something that's happened Gosh, can past. you believe how warm it is outside right now? It's wild. Where are you at? <laughs> I'm future me, Future, okay. So if someone's listening in the summertime to listen yeah. back on this, I'm like, oh, yeah, I was beautiful. But right now it's frigid and freezing. <laughs> oh, man, can you believe all the cherry blossoms? <laughs> oh, can you believe all the corn is starting to sprout around the here? <laughs> like cherry blossoms. It's Iowa over here. And the cattle's out rolling around. I'm an off-topic person, but I just have to share that this morning I was going through my videos because I was looking at that year in review thing and I was like, it's this morning. I'm not supposed to be out of bed yet. And I don't know, it doesn't matter. But I came across this video that was way older from than from last year. And <laughs> I don't know if she'll like that I'm sharing this, but Laura, my wife, she <laughs> she planted some corn in our backyard. <laughs> some corn. And she was like yeah yeah so it was like growing kind of and then we made I don't know it's not even funny now that I start to tell the story but I'm I'm committed so I have to go through with it but we were joking around in this video talking about how we were charging admission for our corn maze um but it was it's not even funny it's just wow that I had to bring that up because you mentioned corn now everybody knows that I am the only one that thinks anything I do is funny and that's okay I'm okay I laugh at my own my own one story may that say nobody that's understands. corny Ooh, ooh, dad jokes killing it you brought it back around and you saved it for me well this show is a lot about tangents and somehow I have to like get myself back on track so for those who may not know about you and your crafty soul can you give us a brief wikipedia page summary about yourself absolutely I'm really bad at it so here we go I'm gonna shoot Peggy Dean. Hi. Um, I'm an author and educator and artist, not in that order, actually exactly the opposite. Um, <laughs> I find my passion. I'm self-taught. I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Um, I enjoy oversharing. It's my favorite thing in the whole world. Um, because I'm an overachiever and an activator, if you will, I have forced if you if, I'll, I'll say forced creativity upon other people <laughs> through methods of teaching online and also I think that I think it's safe to say that I'm a good cheerleader um but yeah I think um what's my elevator pitch okay I do a lot of things I do a lot of things those types of things wow it's not good it's not coming out well that's all right you do a lot of things educator teacher author and a lot of the things that I was going to say here today was literally, I'm reading from a line of my note. You do a lot of things yeah, where yeah. most See, professionals preach to hyper niche down and position yourself as a specialist. But then I want to pivot on your website. You talk about tapping into your own version of success by breaking rules. Yeah, because I think like we do exactly what you said. I think that we are all as creative. So I'm I'm an artist first, you know, fine art, but then also, I don't know, illustration, the calligraphy, it goes all over the place. But point is, I have a lot of interests and I didn't feel like niching. I didn't want to. I do think that there is a beautiful part about that. So when I say don't niche, it doesn't necessarily mean don't niche, but it means don't box yourself in because you're going to be so hyper-focused on trying to find what that, you know, end of the road looks like that you're going to be oblivious to the windows and the pathways that are kind of side trails, if you were, that might lead you to another big, big road that you didn't know you would go on. Like, I didn't know I was going to be an author. It was just like, I saw an opportunity. I'm like, I'm going to just start writing this and we'll see what happens. And I figured it out, you know? So, um, 
yeah, I don't, I don't really believe in traditional ways of anything. Um, I do, <laughs> I've been called defiant. I can't work for people because I have ideas and I don't like it when they're not heard. And I, it's not that I'm to say like my ideas are the only ideas by any means. I just want to be heard. I have good ideas. I like to brainstorm. I like to like, you know, break mold. Let's see how we can do this. And so that's, that's kind of where I thrive is in brainstorming and, and being around people who share that mindset. Um, so yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> I would say the show, the listeners here, my own mentality is go against the grain, defiant, mm-hmm. blaze your own path against the traditional way of thinking. And yeah. I would say that's what we're molding here with the people who listen so that's why I vibe to what you do. Break the rules. I like to know the rules so then you can bend and break them. Totally. And, and and here it's like, okay, the most go against the grain thing you can do is bet on yourself with a side hustle and avoid the trap of you have to build someone else's dream until you can build your dream when you're in your 60s and retired. Like that is what, yes. that is what gets me boiled. Like I saw my parents buy into that. And yeah. through society's norm, they attempted to get me to buy into that because they thought that was the route, like get the nice job, the mortgage, Mm -hmm. the wife, the kids, the family, and then retirement. That's where it's at. We live to retire. I'm like, Ooh, that just doesn't settle with me. And it's, it's, it's sad, but I think it makes sense because we're all, everything that we do is based off of emotion. More of what we do is based off of fear. So the fear of not having, you know, security, like it makes sense. We know we have job security in a job. We know that along that job comes something that's reliable, that is stable, that's constant. Um, maybe it comes with insurance, maybe it comes with perks, but it's something you can rely on. The, stru- the structure is all there. You have your nine to five or whatever the hours are. You have everything is predictable. There's no guesswork. There's no fear. So I think that that is, I mean, you hear anybody and it's at this point, you know, people have followed my journey enough and people who are like invested in my community and whatnot and learn this stuff. They say like, okay, Peggy, I figured it out. At this point, it's just mindset that's getting in my way. And it's like, yeah, it is. It's a hundred percent. And that's okay. Like, that's okay. Forgive yourself, allow yourself with, you know, have your, give yourself grace through these thoughts and feelings because like, yeah, it is. It's scary. And it's like what we don't know anything about the unknown. We don't know what we don't know. We're going to have to, we know that we're going to have to learn stuff that we don't know that we need to learn. And so what does that look like? But like, think about how far we've come with anything we've wanted to learn. If we wanted to learn it, we figured it out. We found resources to figure it out. Maybe it wasn't from us. Maybe it was from an external source. Maybe it's from research, like whatever the case may be, we figured it out. And so when it comes to our energy and the things that we find, you know, curious, like there's no, I know money's a thing and I know survival's a thing. We're survivalist mammals, right? So yeah, the lack of stability, if you will, the lack of security, that's terrifying. Cause are we going to, you know, is that going to, does that mean we die? No, it doesn't mean we die. Um, <laughs> but it could mean like, oh, now I can't provide for my family because I don't have this reliable income. Oh, now I can't do X, Y, Z. And that's why, you know, I love that yours is, is um, molded in a side hustle, what you are preaching, because it does have to start that way. And it is going to be harder work because it's going to start that way. But guess what? All of us started that way. 
So it's just a matter of like trusting that when we give a little bit more here, we might take away a little bit more here, or maybe, maybe we have to stretch ourselves super thin. But when you put your energy into whatever it is that you desire so very much, you'll see the efforts pay off. Like it might be small at first because that's all you're have, you're able to give. Um, and then I know I'm going on a tangent, but I just want to piggyback with like, it doesn't really stop being a lot of work, you know, like it's always going to be a lot of work because you're the one defining what it is and the panic and fear and achiever in us. We're like, well, we have to have a next step, but then we have to have to have a next step after that. But then this thing over here has to have a next step. And like, that's the way our minds work because you don't have a choice, but to think that way when you're an entrepreneur. So it's not like you're thinking the wrong things. It's not like, oh, well, maybe I should be thinking about this, but I don't know what that thing is yet. And nobody's guiding me and nobody's holding my hand to tell me what I need to be thinking about and then how to actually do the thing. Like, that's not how it works. Like you're, you're in the right place. All these thoughts, that's exactly where you should be. Playing this game is supposed to be a mind fuck. Yeah. Like that's, you're in it. I mean, I'm in it right now. I'm in it all the time. Same. I'm in it right now too. And I think the main thing I am at the end of the day, I'm an artist. I can help people market themselves and build profitable side hustles. But I'm like, you can't get there without mindset and personal development in yourself. And I think that's the biggest thing. The work That's the work I try to work on most with people. You want all these external results. You want to do your thing full time. You want the big clients. You want the big names. You want to be sustainable. You want to do this on your own, on your own terms, building your own empire. But you have zero foundation built. You don't know yourself in your work. You're not ready to embrace the unknown or put that energy and effort in because it's scary. But the thing about that too is... Like, you don't have to know all this. You don't have to even know what your style is. If you just want to be like, you know, a graphic designer, if that's like your main goal, like you, and you're like, oh, well, I haven't figured out like what makes me stand out yet. I still haven't made, like, I still have not figured out what makes me stand out. And I'm very successful. It's like, you have to be willing to struggle and stumble and stick with it. Yeah. And I feel like every single year I have this like epiphany, like I found my voice, <laughs> like pivots a different direction. I'm like, oh, I found it again. Like it's, it's like a steady evolution. Yeah. And that's okay. It's seasons and cycles. Like I, one, one year I'm like on top of it. And then this year specifically kind of want to wrap this in when I was on a call with you, Tom Ross and Becca, the heavy ever crafter. And yeah, I finally just like opened up cause I'd been bottling it up in a while and you know, giving tough love and empowerment to my students. But man, I was starting to just like open up like, wow, I've been bottling up how much I realized my business was driven on fear, scarcity, and lack. Comparing myself to like what you or Becca or Tom are doing, which is healthy in a sense, but also extremely toxic if I let it get to a certain point. It's not like driving and competitive and like, aha, I'm very motivated by them. It's like, Ugh, I'm I'm paralyzed. You know, I was just beating myself up with how much I had on my plates, how worn down I was, burnout. Yeah, and you came in just flying in like the Peggy the Pigeon you are and, you know, like <laughs> lifted me up as we talked about like fear and not being so hard on ourselves. You know, I would love to if you could dive deeper more into that, especially through the lens of your own experience. Yeah. Well, firstly, when we compare ourselves, it's like, what do they say? Competition or no, no, comparison Greatest is the thief, thief of joy. joy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
and I believe it. Um, I'm not super cheesy and refer to all the quotes all the time, but I do think that is very legit. Um, okay. One of the things that I love so much about being able to connect with people that they might not be, you know, riding the exact same path, but they're still in the same type of structure. Like I would be lying if I said when I hear, because um, for those who don't know, Scotty and Tom and I and Becca were in a mastermind together. And I'd be lying if I said some things that didn't come out. I'm like, ooh, shoo, like uh, I'm not, I'm super far from that. But I think that the best part of it is that we all when we actually say it, we're all feeling and struggling with the same thoughts um, because we are in our process. And when we don't see instant results, but all we hear from other people are the results or like the highlight reel or like, this is what I did. This is what I saw from it. And this is where I'm at. And this is where my growth is and can be whatever. Um, when we see that, it's like, oh my gosh, why am I not performing at X level? Well, because you're working on like something huge that you're working on. I hear every day, every day from people like, Peggy, do you ever sleep? Um, how do you have time to do all the things? And I'm over here thinking like, I straight up, like I made some brooms brooms <laughs> like I don't make brooms and I made like five brooms the other day because I was like I feel like being creative um then I made some candles like I don't like I have time it's like we forget that how long it took people to get established it's like you said the foundation that doesn't come overnight so every single leg or arm of our business we have we have already set a foundation for, and it's not like, oh, well, we're already here because we didn't know it's not that like, I'm still building a foundation. I just had my scariest launch I've ever had, which was my very first high ticket item, um, for it's called creative course lab for people who want to create online courses that actually are like, make a huge impact and sustain long-term instead of being, you know, a wash within all the other courses out there. Um, and that's kind of, that's how, that's where I made my mark. It's landed me. I don't need a, I don't need, I'm not going to go on brag story time. Um, but it's gotten me <laughs> pretty far. And that was scary because I had, this is my first foundation for a high ticket item. It was very scary. I didn't know how it was going to perform. Everybody's used to Friday freebies from me. You know what I mean? Um, everything has been very accessible. Not to say this course is not accessible. The price point is really good for what it is, but it's a high ticket item. You know, like it's an investable thing. It took me five years before I got down that route. It took me a long time to realize like, Hey, you need to figure out who you need your target market to be. Like, who is your target person? Who is your target audience? If I had focused more on that in the beginning than trying to reach everybody, like if you want to talk about niching, niche down on who you're reaching, niche down on who it is, because they might have all those interests too. When it comes to like fear, like the biggest thing that's going to happen is that we ruminate or we distract ourselves or we procrastinate work. I know there's probably another word for that, but, um, I'm guilty of it. And it's like, oh, I need to do this thing, but it makes me feel uncomfortable. So instead I'm going to totally reorganize my Google drive, <laughs> you know, like I'm working and I'm doing things. It makes me feel better. I feel super organized, but at the same time, it's like, I actually didn't make any progress on the thing that's holding me back. Um, and I think that that's really easy for a lot of us to encounter. So 
one of the things, and I think that one of, I think one of the things that will help the most with people who have like that stifled feeling, because that's all we do. We just freeze, we freeze and nothing happens. And the best way that I have conquered this and helped other people conquer this is by telling them like, Hey, you need to set your own structure that because you don't have anybody telling you what the structure is. If somebody told you what your deadlines were, if they told you what your tasks were, if they told you what your hours were, then you would do it. You would get so much of this done because it's not falling on you. You're just going with the flow of what you know you need to do. So when we can set that for ourselves, whether that be on a physical planner, whether it be on a sauna or Trello, whatever the case may be, put your end goal there end goal done and work backwards. So you have your end goal, you have a date and then set four milestones. I'm just throwing that number out. You can set as many as you want, but let's go with four. And then within those milestones, those are separated by time and you have a timeline. And then within those milestones, you set small tasks. And then all of a sudden that small task is all you need to work on that week. That's it. This is literally what I do with my students to break it down. Like the book that changed the game for me is the one thing by Gary Keller. It's like, here's your I one hearing about that. Oh man. It's basically that like, here's the one thing you want to accomplish during this season. Here's the one thing during this month, but here's the one thing each week that leads you to that. And here's the one thing each day that leads you to that. And here's the one task in each day that then leads you to that. It's, it's simplifying the game, building that roadmap. Yeah. It does take planning, but at the same time, like, set a goal. Like you have four days to set this plan in place. And that might not seem like you're doing anything because you're just spending time planning, but guess what? It's more than you would have done otherwise. I can guarantee you that. And then you have structure and we, we need, like, we were born into structure. We are, we're disciplined enough, even the rebellious ones like us to where we do need structure. That's the way our brains work. Like, so when we set it for ourselves, it's going to set us up for a lot more success otherwise. And I'm speaking from experience, you know, like I'm impulsive. I'm super impulsive. I want to do a launch. So I whip something out in a weekend and I call it a launch. And is it as successful as if I had planned it? No, but that's just like my MO, you know, Scotty, you're the same way. I'm pretty impulsive. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do a crypto one-on-one webinar here. I'll put it together in a week. I'm like, oh, there's so many other things I should have been doing. Right. And it's, it's great. But then it's like, how did that affect my bottom line? Like, what, <laughs> yep. what is this going to do here? Was this actually a distraction or was this a seed to something bigger? How can I learn and teach from it? Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing. Like, I think that we should definitely um, listen to our ideas. And I think that having a place to write them down and sometimes, sometimes we write them down and never revisit them. Um, but sometimes we're like, Oh, opportunity city, what can I do next? And you can revisit those. But I do think there's a time and a place to take action when it comes. I do. Th I do believe that because acting when the muse hits you. Yeah. Agreed. You know, so it, but you know, when it is, that's that, that's the artist in me that I'm learning to listen to more after like suppressing it. I'm like, no, it's business, business, structure, yeah. <laughs> habits, disciplines. But then the artist in me, I was supposed to clean up the kitchen last night. I was like, wifey, I got you. You go do your thing, get rap hop presents. And I'm gonna do this, this, but then an idea hit me. The world is a mirror and I've had this idea all day and I opened a fresh new sketchbook and I took 30 minutes to sketch out an idea. She came on stage and was like, I thought you were going to do all this. I'm like, I, I will, but I had to act in this moment right now. I have to feed that artist in me at times. You have to, you have to like, 
that's the thing. And it's funny because we, we have these blocks, especially as creatives, we have blocks and it might last months, especially when you're juggling a business where you haven't touched any like outlet as far as it comes to creation, not content creation, but like actual creation. I mean, I feel like I go on two months and then I have like a few days where I give myself now and then two months and then a few days. And that's just my balance at the moment. I'm fine with it. That's just what's coming to me. But when it comes to me, I'm like, this has to, I have to shut all this stuff down. And is it something for you? It's just for you. It's not for anyone else. If you decide to create content from it, cool. But it's not like, here's an intentional piece. I have to feed the Instagram or build into a funnel. Every single time I try something new, And every single time it comes out so much, like, I just feel it more. It makes me feel better. It's like a reset. You know, people go to the coast for like that. Okay. The ocean is so big. I'm so small. I'm so humbled. I mean, sorry for everybody who doesn't live by the coast. I grew up here. It's just like what you do when you need to reset, recharge. It's giving yourself or going to the forest or going to nature, whatever. It's a reset and we need resets because we need to come back into you know, we need to walk away. Oh, that's what I was going to say about productivity though. Another thing, because when we work on this, whether we have structure or not, we still have these underlying feelings. We still have like those moments where we take a break and we're sitting on the toilet and we're scrolling and we're seeing everybody's stuff. And we're just like, what's the point when these people are doing like social media is a highlight reel. Let's be like, come on. Mm -hmm. It's a fake facade of false perceptions of how people want you to think their lives are lived. Yeah. And no offense to us as people who are mentors, but like same thing with coaches. Like I'm, I'm, I can say this because I am in that space too. Like you're going to see the like, no bullshit. Here's a tip thinking like, oh, we've got it all figured out. And we sure don't. We just really want to be able to like, have a light bulb in some way that's going to affect somebody else positively because guess what I have an ego and if I if I can help no it's I truly do get great joy out of helping people but it also fills me because that's something that like I need like that I need to be able to make that impact that's that's success to me that's success to me too yeah Doing work you love that makes an impact on people you truly give a shit about to me that is like my own definition of success right and then it's like that passion that you share and like there's no one that understands that like this community you know what I mean but what I was going to say about that is like yeah, those intermittent times are going to come in your work day it doesn't matter how structured how perfect your plan is like it's, these are thoughts that we all ruminate over all the time or, or we get sucked down our own drain, which is why I wanted to mention, like there are apps, there are alarms, like they, I don't know. I just assume everybody uses an iPhone, which I know is not true, but Apple products, I'm sure that other products do too have, you know, different levels of do not disturb where the things that need to come through can come through, but like getting rid of distractions while setting time. Like, let's say I have this big production to work on, but I also am feeling really creative. And then I'm also wanting to um, chip away at a client project. Let's say I'm going to do, I'm going to work on all those things in a day. And the reason why And I didn't used to be this way. I used to bulldoze through like a big thing so I could get a lot of it done. But the reason why is because, and I don't, I mean, yeah, studies say this, but I don't do it for studies 
sake, I do it because I am so much more, not just productive, but effective in what I'm working on when I take breaks and when I can visit that thing with a fresh mind every time that I approach it. So if that means I have two or three hours to work on that thing, and then I have to have a hard stop or just find a stopping point, I do it even though it hurts and it feels gross to tear myself away from it because I know that tomorrow or, or maybe it's three hours from now and I return to it. When I do that, I have a fresh mind again. I'm not sucked too far down that tunnel. And I know that seems counterproductive for a lot of people who feel like you're on a roll, but I'm like the queen of tunnel vision. I get it. But that and and maybe people disagree with me and that's fine that's totally fine buzzsumo is the world's biggest bank of content engagement data thousands of marketers and creatives like you and me rely on buzzsumo to reveal the truth about what content performs the best out there on the web buzzsumo also gives you access to real-time views of viral content trends for any topic domain or location and the ability to track these over time their content analyzer tracks 8 billion pieces of content, like that's 3 million new pieces of content every day, along with 300 trillion engagements, 42 million websites and counting, a massive five years worth of content just stored away from 195 countries, which is basically the whole world, 170 plus languages to filter and so much more. Get the latest stories that are going down and rising up around any given topic of your choice. So you want to monitor your own content engagement get Slack or email alerts every time you land a link, or even stay one step ahead and track keywords and trends around art and illustration, content creation, marketing, again, NFTs or crypto by the hour. Buzzsumo has something special for every content creator out there to get an edge. Head to buzzsumo.com slash side hustle to start your 30 day free trial now. There's no credit card required, just access to awesome data free for 30 days, no strings attached. I would have disagreed with you at the beginning of the year until I hired my own like nutrition and training coach. Yeah. And now if I don't like take like a walk or a break throughout the day and I just grind, I feel worn down, but I go and take a quick walk around the block, like a quick mile or so. I come back, I'm just way more dialed in. But at the beginning, I'll be like, so you're telling me I need to leave work and I'm not going to miss work. I'm not missing out on opportunities to make money to feed this starving artist's fear and lack and scarcity that I have to be dialed in into the matrix 24 seven. Like, no, I 100% agree now. Yeah. And I think that's where like, um, what is it called? The book? One thing, the one thing by Gary, Kelly. just the Ooh, one thing. Okay. Just the one thing. It reminds me, not the me, two things. Yeah. It's the one thing. <laughs> well, it, it reminded me though, of like my process and I know it's the one thing, but how about the, like you said, the one task at a time hear what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not saying the three things, but I am saying, you know, obviously the one thing at one time, that's, I totally, totally am on that. I want to read this book. I've heard wonderful things, but my six, everybody has their thing. But at the end of the day, we've worked on whatever we've worked on. And I've found my own balance by telling myself what three bottom lines did I chip away at today is as an overview to make myself feel like I have achieved because I don't know if you've taken Gallup Strengths Finder, um a Clifton Strengths now. Yep. yep. Yeah. So my top, I've taken it <laughs> taken it five times. 
over the years because I just want to see like where I'm at, how accurate is this, blah, blah, blah. Initiative has to be one of your strengths then. <laughs> no, it's not. It's But Achiever is. Achiever. Okay, okay. And Activator. But the thing I like about Achiever is when you read more into the text of it, it says like you start every day at zero and you have to reach 100 at the end of the day. You have to or you feel unsatisfied and then you go to bed. You wake up the next day and you're at zero again, but like you did not make any, like, that's how we feel. Like, and it's so true. When I read that, I'm like, it's so true. I can accomplish the biggest, most awesome thing I've ever done the day before. And the next day, what's next? Yeah. And it's not like post-launch depression, which we've all, you know, talked about, or it's not that it's that I have to achieve every day. So Um, I know not everybody feels that way, but one of the the reminders I like to give myself that will remind myself that I was productive, that I did do things is I do an overview and I'm like, what, even if I did more or less, and I think what three things did I work on today that were effective in like getting me to my next step in my goal? And maybe that is, oh, but I also balance it with my personal life. So if I did laundry, knowing I've been sitting on laundry for two weeks, like that's one of my things. And I'm okay with like me last night. I hate laundry. I know. Yeah. Like I, I used to love it, but now that I'm entrepreneur spirit, I don't like doing anything. That's like, I'd rather, who can I hire to mow my lawn so I can keep Yes. Yes. And people think I'm crazy. And I'm like, but you don't own your own business. My brain doesn't shut off. There's an opportunity going all the time. So mow my lawn for an hour versus like paying someone and then I could do this and build something else. Yeah, I know. But sometimes those breaks are good. Like, oh man, I know. That's how I am about showering. I'm clean. Don't worry. (laughs) Why can't someone shower for me? Well, it's like you have to wash your hair. Like I take baths every day almost and like I'll wash my bits, but... But I don't want to take a full shower. That's short. But then you get in the shower and it's like, this is amazing. Um, sorry, guys. I'm not. Uh, I'm an overshare. It's fine. Me too. I'm glad I'm not the only one who'll cross a line here. Oh, I'll cross so. every line. It's 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 me. You take it or leave it. Um, <laughs> there's no secrets here. Yeah, but like sometimes it's like, okay, I edited XYZ. I spent time editing. Like that's progress. It doesn't matter how much you did. It doesn't matter if it's done progress, you know, those three things. That's what I do at the end of the day to, to remind myself like, Hey, you were effective, even though you're not like a solid stepping stone to the next point. Like that was actually really effective. And it it really does calm me. Now I can play my Nintendo because I'm an adult. So you feel like you earned that reward, but I think what you're saying here, just like recap some really, really, really important takeaways here. I think the difference between a hobbyist and a professional is structure, but also as a professional or aspiring entrepreneur is having that structure, but having, letting impulsivity or impulsiveness, I don't know if either of those are a word, but letting room for that impulsive side of you has been big and I've blocked that out. That's a big learning lesson from this year. So I really like that you capture that as well as, yeah, you can read these books, the one thing, um, essentialism, deep work, whatever. You could read all these books, leverage what they say, but at the end of the day, find a system or process that works for you. Leverage what you learn, but you have a system, like a little checkoff system. If I did these three things today, I was effective. And mine's like, I go into each day, here's my little system. If I accomplish at least this one thing, that's a win. And here's like my backup three priorities and then laundry. 
you know, or something like that. But like at the end of the day, if I can check off at least that number one thing, that's a productivity high for me. I, I felt like I showed up and I moved the needle forward. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so true. I think that the breaks is, I just want to come back to it because it's so neat. And that doesn't mean social media break. It does not mean get on social media and scroll because innately we will always start comparing always. And I think of social media. Oh, that's another thing though, about social media is people think that that's where you're going to find success in what you're doing. And I find that the way that five years ago, absolutely. That's where a lot of reach was able to go, but the way that things are moving algorithm, all the things that people complain about. Um, I think the, at the end of the day, it's where our connections are and it's where like-minded creatives are, which is great. But I think seeking validation to get your needle moving for your profits is it needs to be elsewhere. So when we're taking breaks, Social media is the exact opposite of that, um, in my opinion. And I bring that up only because I know that it's a place like, yeah, you, you do need to post to it and it does need to be consistent. So it's like how that's kind of backwards, right? Um, it's not. Uh, I think that existing places online and having like, you know, three primary areas is good. And yeah, Instagram is one of mine, but you're on rented land. We don't have any control over it. So because of that, I just think like, yeah, go, go on a walk around the block, go, I don't know, do some jumping jacks, go pet your dog, go make yourself some coffee and don't just rush back with the coffee, like sit outside for a minute. Something you said about dishes though, I find that when I, it's like dishes, shower and driving are when I get big ideas and I resist those three things more than anything. It, and sorry that shower is one of them. I promise I'm clean. You take baths, you're good. <laughs> um, but that's where I get my biggest ideas because I'm stuck with my thoughts. I'm not stuck, yes. you know, I'm not stuck filling the time with scrolling Cause think about when we switch tasks, like I pick up my phone, if I have to go to the bathroom, which is just right around, like, I don't even have time to look, but I find time to look. And if I'm going to, you know, we don't give ourselves time to just be still. And I think the fear comes from overconsumption. So there's a quote. So I know there's like, think about, we always hear um, community over competition, great. Replace that for yourself with creation over consumption. And when I put that, I put that for a long time on my lock screen of my phone. Um, I put it on my wall and I kid you not, like it stopped, like it was the one thing that actually got me to stop and pause and think, I'm not going to open this. I'm going to do something for me right now. And I felt so much more enriched. You ask anybody, anybody that has ever taken a hiatus or like a, um, you know, a break. A lot of times it's this, this time of year, which we're 
I'm speaking in the past if you're listening. We just finished up 2021. We're in January now. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of times that's when people will take a break, but ask anybody and they come back and they just like, who cares about Instagram? Like what is work, you know? And it's because they've gotten that reset. I think it all stems. I'm, I'm bringing it back to fear and being stifled and rumination and the things that get in our way where it is mindset, it's us. And so like, okay, I'm just going to scenario this. Let's say you want to do a thing. You don't know what that thing is. I'm going to pull, I have to pull an example because otherwise it's not, it's not tangible for people. Um, let's say that your side hustle is that you want to Give me an example. Give me an example. Start like a podcast, start a YouTube channel. Okay. Start, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Let's say both of those things, because that's a high achiever mindset of like, oh, I need to spread myself thin. How do I start any of this stuff? Oh, that describes me. How the hell do I spread myself too thin today? I got it. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, oh my God, professional Superman syndrome over here. That's me. Yeah. And, and then what you do is you listen to all of this additional content so that you can take notes, which is great. If you've thought about doing a thing, you have plenty of information about the thing already that's inside of you. And the best thing to listen to is your response to it. So when we read something, if we just are mindful about our own reaction, whether it be like inspiration, whether it be an opinion, that's where like, that's where our gold is because it comes from within us. It's not something that somebody else is doing. And we have to trust that within ourselves because that's where you're going to thrive. You can't speak on what somebody else has said or displayed the way that you can speak on the things that you innately feel that, um, you know, stem from within. So it's, it's a lot of self-trust. And I know it's scary because we see what has been successful in other people, but like they already do what they're doing well. Like they are already better at being them than you ever will be. And this is hard for people to hear because it's like, well, what is my personality? Like I'm growing, I don't know, but there's, there's nobody on the planet who will deliver the way that you will nobody. And it might take a minute to like really step into those shoes because like you haven't yet. And so you have to find your bearings. Like think about riding a bike, think about walking, think, you know, you watch a kid start to walk and it's like, that's going to take a minute. Um, it's, <laughs> but they're trying, they're trying and then they, they do care. it. And then my, guess my what? daughter didn't care. She's going to bust her lip. She's, she falls down every night as she's yeah. like mastering how to run now. It's so great to use kids as an example for creativity too. I know that's kind of off topic, but like they go no, in. I see it every day. Yeah. They dive in. They don't even think you give them a crayon. They're, they're drawing already. Like it doesn't matter. They don't think about the color they're going to use. Like they just dive in and it's beautiful to watch because guess what? We all have an inner child and we've been forced to, we've been not forced. We've been conditioned to quiet that child. Um, Ursula K. Le, Le Guin the creative child or no, the creative adult is the child who survived is one of my favorite quotes. It's just, it's exactly that. But anyway, my point of this is to say, what do you, what do you want to do? Like pick three topics 
and roll with those topics. It doesn't mean you have to have a podcast every single week when you start. You don't. You can have it be monthly. People think about this when they want to start an email newsletter. It's like, oh, well, I need, I know I need an email list. Everybody keeps saying that. I know that that's where like my people will be, but I don't have consistent content to give them. Guess what? That's going to be great for them because it means one less email will show up and they know you're not going to bombard them every single day. You know, the point is you can set expectations. And like, I have a friend who sends out quarterly newsletters quarterly and people love them. They look forward to them. She puts a lot of effort into them. They're, they're beautifully done. Like she's got categories. She says so in the beginning, she's like, here's what we're going to cover in this newsletter. Um, she also lets people know like in her opt-in that she's always going to send it late, you know, and she does. And she's like, like normal, this is going out two weeks late, but here's why, you know, and she's just purely herself. Um, so I know finding your voice can be really difficult, but I think that that's what it comes down to creation over consumption. You're not going to know what that looks like for yourself. If you keep thinking about what you need to be or what you should be, or, you know, how can someone else lead me to this space of success? Like everybody who I know who is successful followed their own avenue. And that's easier said than done for those of us who are achievers who have made it, whatever you want to call it. But I promise you that every single person who has made it to that point still is like, how do I do this next thing? I don't know. I don't have guidance. I'm comparing myself to this. Like we all do. It doesn't matter. You're never going to feel like you've made it, which is why for people like me, give yourself little moments of celebration. And if that means like buying yourself a massage and that's all it is, or like treating yourself to like, I don't know, new electronics are great. I, I love them. <laughs> so if like, maybe, you know, maybe you want to start a podcast and you started on your, what are they called? AirPods or whatever, which have great sound. Maybe that's what you start on. And guess what? It has great sound. You can, you can manage that, but maybe your treat is that you get a really nice mic because you've now done six months of episodes. You're gating your listeners. Um, maybe you're done six months on YouTube and it's time to buy a new camera. Um, that maybe is better in low light. Maybe it's going to give you better clarity. Like people don't give a shit about your equipment. They care about your content. And then your reward is upgrading. Like it could be little things like that. It's like everything I've done started on a TV tray, drawing and using a shitty phone to take pictures to post on Instagram. Yeah. My whole side hustle started on a TV tray. Yeah. And you know, the best thing about this is there's so many resources now where if you're listening to this, you're already miles past that beginning stage because you're being resourceful and you know that there are resources out there. I think about the times that I take, I took pictures of my work and it's just, it's a joke. Like in the beginning, it was a joke. And you know, I'm constantly improving. Of course, I'm not a pro photographer, but like my flat lays look better than they did five years ago. And there are resources now. I was just thinking about that because you said TV tray and I'm thinking like warm lighting, dark shadow, like all the stuff that I went through. So yeah, yay you. I just want you to maybe, maybe this is your milestone of this month is listening to a podcast that will push you to take action. Like that's pretty cool. If it was, we want to hear it. Yeah. 
celebrating those little milestones, um, not just consuming this information, but actually taking action, things like that will, will, and you know what, I want to give people an actionable item because it's my jam. I want, I want you guys to think about your one main thing and you might want to do a million things and that's fine. But right now it's about one thing and set up a plan for it. And it doesn't have to be, oh, you're going to be a success with a hundred thousand YouTube followers by this time. No, it's about maybe by this date, how many pieces of content do you want to put out by then? And then you can do milestones in between that. Maybe those milestones look like you batch work and you have 20 videos ready to go. They're done. So how is that going to happen? You need to film them. You need to write the content. You need to film them. You need to edit them. How does that workflow look right now? It's overwhelming, but when you actually put that in a plan, I love Asana. It's what I use. A-S-A-N-A. Everyone keeps thinking I say like Asana. Um, <laughs> let's go in there and sweat. Uh, but I love it. And that's what helps my brain because it's color. It's, co- it's simple, but it's color coded for my projects, which I love. Um, however it works for you, Evernote, a planner, whatever it is, Um, you're not going to make any progress when you're comparing yourself or when you're sitting in your fear or when you're feeling stifled or when you're just ruminating and overwhelmed, like you're going to make the progress when you put pen to paper, like, or what, what's another phrase like that? You put gears to in pedal to the floor, gears to the the grind. I don't know. Put your nose to the grind. Maybe it's something like that. Put your (laughs) finger in your nose. I'm going to just start coming up with my own. You know, when you, when you put your shirt in the washing machine, like you're not. Yeah. Yeah. And then I want to add to it. Once you get your steps and your plan set out, take action on the first step because planning and preparation is dope, but, but go make a move. Yeah. And only look at the first step because that's all that's right there right now. Like, that's it. It's like you can't climb Mount Everest overnight. It's about checkpoints. And what's beautiful about it is when you start going down the progress road, I like how this turned into productivity, but I mean, that's what it is. It's bursting through your own mindset and doing it. You just have to act. But um, the beautiful thing about those tiny steps is if you, if at that point you run into a hurdle, you only have that one hurdle to figure out. You're not looking at this big picture and the whole, you don't know what you don't know yet. That's going to come up organically and you're allowing it to come up. You know, it's, what do you do if your faucet breaks? Okay. Some, most of us are going to hire somebody, but, um, I didn't, I actually didn't. Oh, I'm proud of myself. I actually did repair my faucet. It was like five years ago, but I did do it. Um, all on my own. Thank you. I had no idea how, but you figure stuff out, right? Like YouTube. Hey, there's resources out there. So my whole existence of me taking this side hustle to where I'm at today has all been on my own, figuring it out. Like I didn't learn any of this in college. No, I learned how to use Adobe Illustrator a bit. You know, that's about it, but it's self-taught. Yeah. I hear that all the time. And it's only from, it's only to like from people who have been self-taught, they tell me, and you probably have this experience too, where your mentees, um, or people who have, you know, been in your community or whatever, who have learned from you, have you heard the phrase multitude of times I've learned more from this structure than I ever did in my X amount of years in grad school. Yep. Yes. And you know why? It's because it's coming from people who had to go through 
all of the grind, all of the dirt and had to sort it out because they don't teach you that stuff in school. They teach you a very vague overview of what, you know, I don't, I can't say this. I didn't go to school, so I can't actually say that. That's- I went to liberal arts school and got super deep in debt and played college football and got an injury and was just put on my ass with not the greatest education because a lot of me of applying and then some of the curriculum and then just scared of the world and not prepared. So it's been a long way climbing myself out of a hole. Yeah. Like, if I can claw my way out or you can build an empire teaching yourself going against the grain, then I think what we're trying to say is it's possible for anyone. Yeah. But it starts in between the ears. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. And I know I'm just thinking about in hindsight, like these things that we have been talking about. And I know that they're, I'm just thinking of myself as a listener and I just, I'm, I want you to not just listen. Like that's so important. It's not just to listen. These types of things come up. Like we need constant reminders to break out of our mindset. We need constant reminders to create more consume less. We need that. I need it. And these types of conversations for me are that. And then I'm going to get off this call with Scotty. I'm going to stop talking to y'all and I'm going to feel like driven myself because we all need it. So if that means an accountability buddy, where you can talk stuff through with Scotty. And I talked about that when we joined, you know, when we started this mastermind that we're in, it's like, oh my gosh, I've been doing so much and I've been in my own head for so long. And I didn't have an outlet to actually talk through this stuff. Maybe you don't find an answer, but at least you have that dump where you can just word vomit and get all of those fears out. You can get all of this rumination out Maybe it doesn't go anywhere. Maybe it does. Maybe you have a small epiphany that's going to actually pull you out of the rut. Um, It's so important to be able to just, and maybe that is listening to a podcast and hearing people who are expressing the same things that you're feeling so that you know you're not alone. That's the big thing. You're not alone. Everybody's dealing with the same shit. Like hearing like you and Becca on the same level, the same shit I'm dealing with. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Like this is, this is normal. It's just a part of the head games that come along with blazing your own path, building something that is important to you and going against the traditional system. You know, like this, this is, this is what you're signing up for. And I don't think people are realizing the waiver they need to sign. Right. Oh gosh. I love that phrase. It's so true. Never said that before. That's going to have to be something else, but there's a way that needs to to go down. Write it down right now. (laughs) Oh man, my notes. So anytime I'm like looking down and people are watching video, I take mad notes. I know I do it sometimes. Um, It's usually, yeah. I feel like there's so many nuggets that from this talk, I just want to write down and I didn't, but this just all makes it SEO friendly. And yeah, this (laughs) is my intro, my outro, my content post. I just type it up. Yeah, it's SEO now. It's so true though. Well, as we land the plane here, I could keep talking all day, but I want to respect everyone's time. Yep. Um, where can someone go to follow you online, support you? And if there's something you want to see us follow up on and go deeper on in terms of a topic, maybe when the stars align, we could go deeper on a round two. Yeah. Um, so I thank you. I appreciate that. Um, everything that might ever be needing to be found at any place uh lives on the pigeonletters.com so you're gonna find everything possible you'll find my socials which are all also just the pigeon letters but you'll find courses and all the things um i have a resource 
I'm a resource giver there. Um, I like to overshare. I think that um, over time, so my main things are the flock community. It's the flock. Um, it's for creative entrepreneurs. It is, it is art driven and design driven. So photographers, fine artists, things like that. But it's a space that is overflowing with info that I give lessons on, but it's also a space to connect and ask questions and things like that. Um, but I also have, um, you know, these larger courses and also bite-sized courses that will help with pricing and things like that. But I do, I love to overshare. It's, it's my jam. It's my favorite thing ever. I am an open book. What you see is what you get. <laughs> there's no, there's no sugarcoating that. So thank you for that. Um, I appreciate it because a, I want, I, I need, I need y'all just as much as you need these resources, <laughs> you know, because this is how, this is how we make, make waves, if you will. Yeah. We can't do it without you. So I really, really appreciate it. Let's stay in touch. I yes. hope you had a great holiday and your 2022 <laughs> has just been booming. Thank you. I love talking about the future like this. I yeah. hope the same for you. Ooh, um, New Year's resolution question mark? For me? Yeah. I don't like New Year's resolutions. Resolutions are flaky in my opinion. So it's 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 New Year's habits for me and my ongoing habit for like this fourth year running is do less but better. That yeah. is my continuous habit. And add to that is stop operating out of fear. That's probably another big one that I'll be. Yeah, you know. that's perfect. That's so perfect because you're not. Yeah, I love it. Um, I feel the same way. Like I try every year and I'm just like, this doesn't feel right. I know I'm going to fall off two months from now. Okay, done. Thank you so much, Scotty. Thanks to everybody who made it this far. I appreciate y'all. And don't doubt yourself for a second because you got this. Woo. Woo. Peace. Hope you enjoyed this conversation with Peggy Dean of the Pigeon Letters. Do what you do best. If you found value in what she had to say today, go blow her up on Instagram and share with her your biggest takeaway. You can find the full episode information containing all links and references in the show notes, episode 245 within your current podcast listening app. And as I sign off, I got to give a huge shout out to the podcast team, Anya, Paige, Hannah, Jared, and Bluka for making the show possible. And as you finish up your week strong, I want to continue to encourage you to keep showing up keep putting in the work and keep creating. You got this.